familiarity can be great in a lot of ways in your marriage, but it can also be harmful. Indeed. If you're I, not careful. So in what ways? I mean, I, I, I know that, well, I guess we're going to talk about that today. <laughs> I think we can use our knowledge of each other's... Big red buttons? Yes. Yes. <laughs> in not so great ways. Yeah. It's one of those things that you do want to be familiar yeah. with each other, right? There's a certain beauty in that, but there's mm-hmm. also, uh, it can kind of flip flip the script a little bit in terms of you actually intentionally loving each other, mm. which I think can uh, create lots of problems, obviously. Yeah. But we're going to talk about it today, and there's actually, there's a lot to be, uh, to be gained on the other side of familiarity. So with that, we'll see you on the other side. Welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast, where we believe that marriage takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and refuses to give in. Here we'll share openly and honestly about all things marriage, sex, communication, finances, priorities, purpose, and everything in between. Laugh, ponder, and join in on candid, gospel-centered conversations. This is Fierce Marriage. your bebop music that you picked yeah you know should we should we put some new music in there it's been, Probably. It's been there for like a year 63 episodes <laughs> yeah i like Probably. it because it's like it's got a little little bum, funkiness bum, bum, to bum, it bum. yep and it's not just like your standard podcast music which is always like inspiration motivation you're making some big assumptions you're becoming way too familiar with the podcasting personal world. life change and you're harming it <laughs> you're harming my view of it <laughs> What do you think? Should I do acoustic? Stop. Like like ukulele? Done. Or like, how about lots of snapping and clapping and whistling? Stop. No? I'll let you edit that okay. one. <laughs> so we got to figure that one out. You got some bitterness in there, don't you? No? Maybe, Maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Combating some harmful, some harmful familiarity in your marriage. I think it's, again, it's good for us to know each other, right? We want to know each other's likes and dislikes. Some of those things are what we enjoy about each other the most but we also know how to press each other's buttons so we're going to talk about that today we're going to talk about how it can be a double-edged sword and how um we desperately need the gospel to kind of lead us and for Mm. christ to show us and always instruct us on how to love each other you know by knowing each other more more fully the holy spirit empowers Mm -hmm. us to love more completely so thank god um, thank god (laughs) so we we have some struggles that we'll share in this conversation today and how god continues to um, lead us back to him and how we, and he continues to show us how to love each other well. But before we get to that. No, before we get to that, I got to say, you're bundled up in a wool blanket right now. I know, because I'm cold. And he's like, you can't turn the heat on because it'll be too noisy in the podcast. <laughs> you're supposed to turn the heat on before we record. I don't know these things. I try to remember all the things. I can't remember all the things. Well, if you were, if you wore clothes you while said, we did this, said, it would be. <laughs> stop. I'm warm-blooded, so people will never uh, know. Who knows what we're wearing right now? Dwight. <laughs> Keep your pants off. What does he say? What does Andy? Ring, ding, 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 ding. I'm cutting Dwight's hand. What? The chainsaw. Ring, ding, ding, ding. There's your office reference. Yeah, there it is. No, we just, we can't seem to do one without it. You talk to me mostly in Dwight quotes. Not just office quotes. Because you know, I am secretly Dwight in a lot of ways. We all have some Dwight in us. I respond to strong leadership. You respond to, you respond to strong leadership. I get excited about birds of prey. Yes. You're like, (laughs) you're like Dwight is with bears, but with birds of prey. Eagles, hawks, You could like list all the different ones. No, not all of them. I love it. I do love bald But like if we're driving and we see an eagle, you're like, yeah. They're so amazing. You like got your head out the window. Like, (laughs) yes. Yep. No shame. We once saw this eagle tear apart a fish. If you don't like eagles, you're dumb. Like who doesn't like eagles? (laughs) <laughs> so bold. I can't argue that point. You make a very valid point. Uh, so you're bundled up right now I'm getting because warm. you didn't wear any clothes to the podcast no, today. Stop it. You're saying bad things. <laughs> People are going to, you're not leading them well. Okay. We're, okay. It's not warm enough in, I have in the office. On. That's what it is. Okay, Lots so of clothes. hopefully if people are still listening, <laughs> we have some housekeeping to do as always. Hey, we just got past a thousand ratings on Whoa. iTunes, which is awesome. That's like to me, I feel like that's a good, good place to be. Um, so if you've rated, thank you for review. If you've reviewed, thank you uh, so much. Thank but you. but that doesn't mean we stop because I don't know. Gives us feedback. Uh, we do take that feedback, but it also just to keep, it informs others. So keep it fresh. Uh, if you haven't rate and review on iTunes or your podcasting app of choice. Secondly, we are sixty five percent to our. 
Patreon goal, our wow. first Patreon goal. We have Praise 65 God. backers, p- patrons, and that is incredible. Feels We feel so loved, and the conversations that are, that are happening there have been just awesome. We've been casting vision for where Fierce Marriage is headed, how we mm-hmm. plan on partnering with local churches. And so if you feel like partnering with us, you can do that. Go to patreon.com slash Fierce Marriage. That is number two. And the third one, if you have any questions, feel free to ask, call or text this number. 971-333-1120. 971-333-1120. Call or text. We'll get those questions and we do answer those. We're going to answer a question today about what? Ooh, if you're two stubborn people and strong-willed, how do you fight? How do you argue? Ooh, doggy. Yeah. That's a good one. A good we one. know nothing about that because neither of us are stubborn, stubborn. <laughs> or strong-willed. We're just so, we acquiesce. We I'm, a strong bo- I'm a strong boy. I'm a strong boy. I'm strong-willed and a firstborn. You acquiesce to me. <laughs> oh, is that a command or is that an observation? Exactly. exactly. Okay. Okay. All right. See how this is going to go. <laughs> We're feeling, feeling quite sprightly feeling today. Feeling our oats today. Feeling quite sprightly. So there are oats. I do want. There are oats. We can do what we want. Right. <laughs> See, you make me laugh. You make me laugh. I'm trying to be a podcast guy. Okay, so don't be that podcast guy though, because you well, don't like not, that podcast guy. Because we don't have guy. the music. <laughs> we need better music if we're going to be the podcast guy. <laughs> oh, we're wasting precious time. Thanks for sticking with us. I hope yes. you're laughing with yes. us or at us. That's so, fine, as long as you're laughing. We're recording this the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Uh, we're dating this episode, but that's fine. I think the content will be relevant. However, I do want to mention if so. If you're listening to this, it'll be the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. We do have two episodes from a year ago where we talked about consumerism. Mm. And how uh, kind of the, the attitude of consumerism can seep its way and sneak its way into your marriage mm. at this time of year. Yeah. And we kind of calibrated on stewardship and, and what, how we can approach this using things like a family vision and, and a future and, and a, or a present and a future budget and mm-hmm. how we can view gift giving right. without just buying, 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 right. because that's what we all do. There's ways of being intentional and creative, I think, that are cost effective. Yes. Yes. And gift giving is, it's one of those things like people, people tend to either be like, just go all in and you give and you just buy whatever you can within your budget or even past your budget. Or in some like Christian circles, you tend to be like, oh, we don't give any gifts at all because we're just revolting against consumerism. And Here's our, that, our attitude is like, medium. hey, gifts, it's an amazing yeah, like grace of God to give and exchange gifts mm-hmm. with people. So you just have to do it in light of that. And so as always, there's always we're in the middle <laughs> on the, on the, in the gray. <laughs> we try to be. <laughs> so... Anyway. Awesome. So we're going to start something new today. We don't really have a great name for it. Ryan said, what's my score? So <laughs> yeah. in, in light of in light of doing our highs and lows and heart checks, Ryan was thinking maybe a pulse check or what's my so score. You, so you're pinning this on me. If, if the idea well, flops, there's it's, no, it's not our idea. It's no, my I was idea. Just sharing. <laughs> I just want to be clear. <laughs> Either if, way. If, it, this is our this I'm is our Willy Wonka. I'm just letting you <laughs> letting is, you think it's your idea. This is our Willy golden Wonka. ticket. <laughs> Don't try to pin it on me if David Wallace comes about, back. About <laughs> this, so why don't you explain what my score is? Okay, so I asked Lena, "What's my score as 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 your husband? How have I been doing?" In other words, so if you have a fun name for this, please text us in or leave a comment somewhere. Um, because we're trying it's to just, find a good way to being, communicate this. Yeah, it's being honest of asking your spouse, how have I been doing this week? Like, as your spouse, have I been loving you well? And um, answering that honestly and lovingly. Yeah, yeah. And treading carefully. So, and sometimes you ask it because you're hoping that your spouse will ask it so you can finally say the thing that's been bothering you all week. <laughs> Which is why I brought it up. Okay. Gonna... <laughs> I was okay. like, I wasn't thinking that far. Okay, so, yeah, <clears throat> how about that? Yeah, how have I been doing... Loving you as a husband. Just, yeah, just yesterday saying. we kind of had a little like mini family emergency. I needed to help my mom with something and the girls, had, they have their co-op sort of day at school and I needed somebody to step in. I was trying to call everybody we knew, trying to let you work and you were just like, how about I just take the girls to school and we'll just be in touch and then I'll take Della to the dentist. Of course, there's a dentist appointment on the chaos of all days and you did that and you just kind of stepped up and that was really great i felt very loved i felt very supported um and very just liberated to be able mm. to focus on what i needed to do and how i could help so that's good to hear thank yeah, you i felt like you were loving me well in that area but the areas you weren't no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> no seriously have i been failing 
know, but I don't think failing, no. I think... Or have I been not succeeding? <laughs> it's like it's like the internet way of saying... Not right now. I mean, maybe. There, you know, I think our, our battles, or our fights are kind of the same of just time and having yeah. enough of it to do all the mm. things. Well, good. I'm, I, I will say it was a little bit jarring to have to change an entire work day, especially this busy season. I know, trying I know. to take. But, um, it's not lost on me. But honestly, when I just, and I, I say resigned, it wasn't like, fine. It was like, you know what? This is our, this is the situation we're in. I'm just going to yeah. like be in it awesome. and, and just, you know, it's a blessing that I was able to do that. Sometimes yes. you may not have had that option. Yes. Um, so, so. That, anyway, it was, it got, I think made my heart right in that and that it was rather um uh, it was rather enjoyable and I, I really enjoyed being with the girls during Great. that time so so how have i been doing as your spouse this week mm. it sounds like you have weekly spouses okay. when i ask number like one that. <laughs> um, the spouse won this week <laughs> so we just got back from uh we were in, we were up in vancouver bc up in canada mm-hmm. um, we were speaking at a church up there and that was just amazing mm-hmm. coming down and and um having that time. So we, we left the kiddos with friends and family for about 20 hours. Um, they slept mm-hmm. over the, overnight and all that. And so that meant that you and I got to spend time together. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we talked about in love, in the love language episode that just dreaming with you and going yeah. on a ride with <laughs> you and then having, uh, intimacy in there somewhere <laughs> like, what? wait, that, never mind that. <laughs> um, that was like, that's like an ideal. Yeah. It, Date. date for me so yeah. my bucket was feeling pretty full good it was feeling full <laughs> <laughs> that was the good part we're doing the sandwich method here like oh whoops. good bad good yeah. <laughs> why is the meat the that bad just part? makes the, best... the sandwich taste bad all around though if the meat's bad it can't <laughs> Yes, okay. you make such a good point. Why <laughs> the sandwich method does not? My world is turned upside down right now. <laughs> anyway, not even good. I think we've just had a busy week. I've, yeah. I have felt my bucket a little bit empty, just because we, you know, we talked about, you know, physical touch and uh, words of affirmation being my thing. But we've just You're been so great. We've babe. been so. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> You're not touching me at all right now. Please, please remedy it. Thank you. <laughs> Rub your arm. <laughs> you're, you're so... We're just being giddy. This yeah. is silly. It's the holidays, you know? Yeah. So anyway, I th- I think uh, you've been doing great, to be honest. I think we've just had a busy season. This last couple of days have been really busy. So Maybe and... a better name for that, because I feel like when you're like, you've been great, it's like you're rating me or something, and it's not everybody wants to be rated. I think it's like, how have we been loving each other well? And like connecting. Mm, that's a great I'm name. I'm sorry for saying like <laughs> connecting. Have we been connecting well and how maybe? Hmm. Okay. We'll contemplate we need, it. We need help. If you have a name for this segment, yeah. let us know. Help 971-333-1120. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about what we're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we have had a lot of conversations actually behind the scenes about familiarity. And we used to think it was just a harmful thing, but obviously there it's a double-edged sword it can be very familiar mm. very helpful and I don't know, what's another word just life-giving to be familiar with each other well, right yeah, there's that's... ways that i'm familiar with you that i'm not familiar with anybody else oh absolutely and that's that's one of the main aims of marriage right is you to become one mm-hmm. right you become the same it's no longer my life it's now our life right and so i am learning to love you uh that very much depends on my ability to know you. Right. And so there's that sense of familiarity and that we're close, right? right? That's where we get the word family. Family and familiarity are like the related (laughs) words. the same. Word power. So to be family means to be familiar. Mm Mm-hmm. Literally. So obviously knowing you is a good thing. And as I learn to know you, I Mm -hmm. think that's where, because it's like, I'm trying to think of a good example. You're trying to think of an analogy right now? I am. I am. Well, okay. While you're thinking of that... (laughs) Um, there's, so there's a way we can be helpful and, and loving in how we are familiar with each other. And the flip side of that is as we get to know each other, there's this brokenness in us, right? And so sin and struggles become more evident as we become more familiar with each other. Mm. We spend more time with each other. We're married for many, 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 many more years. And that is really, I feel like where we need the Lord. We need mm. the good news of the gospel to continually wash over us and 
for God to, and we need to sit there and receive God's grace over and over again and understand what that means in different capacities and different lights um, for our marriage, knowing that you struggle with whatever. Mm. And I yeah. know that you don't like talking to me like this because this is a hard thing for you. But me knowing that, how can I gracefully uh, facilitate and ease that conversation so that you and I can connect on this and not combat yeah. on this? You know what I mean? Yeah. So... You know, use it's essentially using harmful familiarity is using what we know to harm the other yes. person, or, and or withholding affection or intimacy and, well, and, and not apathy, letting, not letting grace reign in that area. Right. So we talk about all the time transparency, mm-hmm. knowing each other, and being known in the truest sense, right? Mm-hmm. And Jen Wilkins says you can't love what you don't know, mm-hmm. and I love that because so I can't love you until you're honest with me about who you are. Right. And so much of our early parts of our marriage was that we were just figuring out this is who I really am. This mm-hmm. is like good and bad. Right. These are my successes and my failures. Right. And so what happens with familiarity is yeah. you get into that, that proximity with somebody and it's just like anything else. Like when, it's like kissing, right? You get up close to somebody. <laughs> you can either choose to see all the blemishes or you can say, I'm so close to you right now. I'm, I love this. Right. I want to kiss you. And I want to kiss you. Yeah. But you can also focus on like, oh, there's a, there's their a little bit of sleep stuck in their or, eye. Yeah. And there's that like pimple developing. <laughs> These come from real conversation. <laughs> friends. <laughs> so, so there's no. that. So I think that's where it gets damaging is I get in, we get into close proximity, all of the what's the word all of the posturing stops Mm -hmm. and all of the facade falls to the ground Mm -hmm. and so now as my spouse you can either love me in that and we can lovingly Mm -hmm. you know chisel each other Mm -hmm. and work on when i you know so there's Mm -hmm. the iron sharpening iron it's the fact that we can we can actually be part of god's sanctification in our lives and that's what marriage is. That's one of the beautiful as- purposes of marriage. <laughs> I just said, <laughs> aspects. I was going to say aspects. It's one of the most beautiful aspects of marriage yes. is that we can chisel and, and sanctify each other. Right. Or that God sanctifies us through each other. Mm-hmm. But if we don't have grace reigning in the marriage and we don't have security in who God has made us to be, then we can start to pick apart the flaws and right. try to fix them ourselves. Right. And we can try to... I can try to fix you. You can try to fix me. It ends up being doing more harm than good. And it, yeah. In the long run. And that's the more, I, I think that would be the more active familiarity, yes. the active harmful familiarity. Now the, what I think is much more harmful is the passive. Passive and apathetic. And apathetic and indifference. Okay. Right. We, okay. I think we've said this. People think that like hate is the opposite of love. That's not, I, I would argue indifference, right. Is the opposite of love. It's the thing like love is anything, but it is not indifferent. Right. It feels fiercely mm-hmm. on both ends of the spectrum, right? I'll get really angry mm-hmm. in proportion to how much I love, right? If someone tries to hurt you and my family, mm-hmm. that's going to make me the most angry right. I've ever been because I love you more than anything. Right. But if I'm indifferent about that, then that's a big thing. So right. how does this look in a in a marriage? Yeah. Well, I think another like just tangible example of... Uh, how familiarity can hurt our marriages. We te- we can lose decorum and, and manners and just kind of common respects with each other over time. Uh, the words we speak, again, the tones that we use, the way we talk about each other to outsiders, I think that is huge. And I wish I would have highlighted that more um, mm-hmm. in, in thinking about it. Yeah, <clears throat> so, uh, you know... It- it's where you get kind of lazy around each other, where you yeah. stop. Like it, it's okay. So it's we're complaining, not big. maybe complaining yes. about your spouse to someone and not meaning to, and maybe in good fun, but or complaining in general because you can sure. you can lose the sense of I I don't want to be a negative mm-hmm. voice in this in my spouse's ear. Like I've been, I think I've been more negative lately than <laughs> usual. And you you heard me kind of like poking fun at some of the yeah. other stuff earlier. Well, I can get it's my I can nice go, way of saying don't complain. <laughs> I can go really far <laughs> down that road I if know. I let my mind do it because yeah. I don't know. I just and so I when we were in Vancouver, You're I was like, you know what? It. I need to. I'm going to make a conscious decision to be positive. Not that I'm like fake it till you make it. Not that I'm. Uh, you know, I don't want to be disingenuous in right. that, but I want to see the God's grace in things, yeah. and I want to. It's matching up your mind and your thoughts. It's re- it's transforming right. your mind. Or it's Romans twelve two is what's coming to mind is is trans is your mind being transformed by the renewal of your mind. 
<laughs> I'm getting this you'll be, really you'll wrong. be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Yes, yeah. and matching it up to the things of God. Yeah. And gratefulness, and being gracious. So and, around you, I tend to be the most critical of other things and situations yeah, and people. Yeah, because there's that high level of comfort and familiarity. Yeah, and you're just it like, seems you're like my a sounding safe board. Place. Yes, absolutely. But that can start to really weigh on you, and it starts to, um, I feel like, hurt, yeah. hurt our marriage. And it well, also is just not a good thing. Absolutely. I think we can... There's just better things to have conversations about, right? Mm. So personally, um, the struggles that we've, I mean, you've probably heard it through this conversation already, but some of the struggles that we face in our marriage, um, you know, I know that Ryan, you know, loves to have, loves for me to say things about him, (laughs) loves to affirm him (laughs) with my words, um, to... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're so bad. I got rid of the notes. So I know. She has to, she I was can't read. reading them a little bit, but just, um, you don't like my tones. You love when I use absolute statements. Oh, Not You're being sarcastic. All. You don't like when I just sweep everything <laughs> with, I say something and just like a make this big assumption. sweeping statement. Yeah. yeah. Those kind of get on your nerves. Um, we kind of made it in a point early on in our marriage because of some sound wisdom and instruction to never use sex as a, a, a battle a tool to hmm. what do you call it? a weapon? I can't think of the word. So I never, we don't withhold because we're mad at each other. Yeah. We don't, and, but I don't think that, so that's not really a t- an issue, but in terms of familiarity, how, how does the familiarity, you're asking the question, how does familiarity affect how you act toward me and how does that Sorry. affect how yes. I act towards you? <laughs> it got far. <laughs> so you tend to, I think we use our, we use words in a lazy way. So for you, lazy communication is what you talked about using those absolutes. Yeah. Things like, oh, you always do this. Or you're never this, right? <laughs> and, or I, it's it's challenged me to not say those, but or when I do say them, I think about all the instances and then I'm able to have that ready in case I need to <laughs> get that arsenal out. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> this is not, yeah, we're not, not instructing great, right now. It's we're, not a great way. We're processing and, and sh- coming, allowing you to come behind the scenes mm-hmm. and unveiling some of our, you know, our marriage struggles with familiarity. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, yeah, what else is mine? Well, I don't want to just pick you apart, but oh. <clears throat> I think, so how do I, how do I get familiar with you? I think the complaining thing is, as I just came to mind earlier, I think that's probably the most, Yeah, is I I want to communicate to you what's going on in my head, but that can just become like, you're the sounding board for all the things I'm upset about mm-hmm. and all the things I want to complain about. Right. And I don't, yeah, that's not healthy communication. Right. And it's not, I think it's, I think it's not fair of me to expect that from you. Yeah. And I think the familiarity can cause that. So if I ch- put that in check and I say, this is, I'm familiar with my wife, but I don't want to I'm familiar with you. You're my best friend. I'm not being fake with you, but I want to, I want to be life giving to you. You Sure. And so I'm going to look at things positively and speak life into you and also about others to you so that Mm -hmm. you're not feeling like, Oh, my husband's just getting bitter. Like he's always critical. I think you're bitter, but you laugh about a lot of things and maybe that's, then you start feeling like I'm critical toward you. Yes. Oh yeah. That's definitely, if you have a feeling and you do that sometimes where you'll be like, I know you think this is stupid. Mm -hmm. You'll say that to me. And I'm like, I don't even know what you're going to (laughs) say. And already you, 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 you think that I think it's stupid because it's qualified. And that to me is convicting. Yeah. It's super convicting because I'm like, if she's saying that, then she thinks that I think stuff's stupid and she thinks that I'm going to tell her it's stupid. So she has to, so she has to jump, get ahead of it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. We're like having a moment now. (laughs) So I'm sorry for that. I I forgive you. So I wasn't doing so great as a husband. (laughs) No, you were. No, I think just how you're recognizing that is huge because I don't think you recognize that early on. You'd be like, no, it's just not stupid. And that's it. Like it would be more of a Hmm. redirect or a deflect than dealing with it instead, Mm -hmm. you know? But I will, okay, so I'm on that <laughs> but. big butt. <laughs> I cannot lie. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, no, and I do I do mean this sincerely, but that I think speaks to another another um, familiar kind of action that you typically take and mm-hmm. that you, you assume that you know so well that you can know what I'm going to say. Yes. And I read so into things. You read into it before. Too far. It, like you're having conversations with me that I'm, <laughs> that I have no part in. <laughs> In my head. Because you just assume I know him better than anyone, which is true, but you don't always know how I'm going to respond. I don't assume. I'm just very familiar with 
your ways. And so I anticipate the battlefield a little bit. Yeah. In and, order and this to is strategize. Always, no, I'm just So kidding. this is always there's always we're talking about the negative parts, but there's also positive parts. Like yeah. you know that I'll I'll be very welcoming in certain ways. And, yeah. So I don't want to feel like you're always having to fight for every no, like No, we're just kind of uh, again unveiling some of the yeah. ways that familiarity has harmed our marriage or how it sets it's set into our relationship a little bit more. Mm. Um and I think, uh, so bitter, what? go ahead. You look like you're going to read again and I don't want you to go down until we move. Okay. Until I talk about this. Go ahead. Uh, so for with <laughs> mm. <laughs> good articulation <laughs> oh, here, yeah. I'm thinking about how you, how I experience your familiarity mm-hmm. in negative ways. And I think, um, you have to be very intentional in my love languages because they're not yours. And I think the yes. same goes for me. So yes. And again, we talked about this about two episodes ago, Mm -hmm. I think, what our love languages are and what those are uh, in general. Mine are acts uh, or no uh, words. Do you even know yourself? Acts of Words of affirmation. affirmation. Words of affirmation. Physical touch. And then something else. (laughs) But those are the two high ones. Gifts don't matter to me as much. That's like your last. That's the last one. Yes. But you naturally will not say or will not come up and give me just a hug just for the heck of it. Usually it's like, hey, we're leaving. Let's, there's a hug goodbye. There's I love a you. Kiss. Yeah. Well, it's not just me, like that's... stop me in the kitchen or come up to the office for no reason other than just to say, I love you. Thank right. you for working. Right. Here's a hug and a kiss, whatever. I do sometimes. Mm. <laughs> I think those are the rare cases. I can count on one hand. <laughs> I have them journaled. Let me pull that journal out real fast. I was hoping to throw this in your face at some point. <laughs> Love. <laughs> but but I'm saying that. Yeah, that... no, I get it because we well we project on how, we project each project how we experience love loved. and yeah. how we want to be loved. And for me, I feel like love is more experienced when it's intentional mm. and and has a reason behind it, not just because. But just because isn't also a great reason, right? So, um, go ahead. You're going to say something. Yeah. No, I just think, I think battling familiarity is at its heart is being able to startle one another with your love. Mm -hmm. Right. And that, that might, or surprise. Mm -hmm. So we were up in Vancouver. I won't get into the details, but we were looking, we we were walking around this little part of town Mm -hmm. and looking for, um, gifts to get for our daughters. Mm -hmm. We get them gifts whenever we go out of town. Yep. Or those parents. Little ones. You know, we're talking like $5 max, but the kids love it. And we came across some shoes that you were really thinking about getting. Mm-hmm. You were so unassuming. You weren't, you were just like, I want to see if they fit well, if I like how they fit. Cause They're then I can start rare, like shopping I can around. Never, yeah. I never, if I order online, you just never know how that's going to go sometimes. Yeah. Especially because you, or... you buy most of your stuff like that through like offer up and like we buy most of our clothes used. Poshmark. I and Poshmark. buy clothes on offer up. Oh, you don't buy clothes no. enough? Okay. Well, that shows. Not yet. I haven't, bought, I haven't bought clothes since 1989. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so anyway, we're going, we're in the shop and we looking at the shoes and I was just like, all right, let's get them. And you were like, wait, we don't have to do that. We don't have to get them. I was yeah. like, no, let's, let's get them. And I had done the research. It was a good, we were in Canada, so it was a good deal. Exchange rate, yeah. And the, it fit you well. And it's like, what, why, mm. why wait? It's a good deal. Yeah. And you were so, you felt so loved by that because I think you felt surprised. Yeah, because I I knew that you could do it. I knew that we could do it. It wasn't a question of that. It was just maybe this just isn't the time to do it. And I just really wanted to see the, sh- the shoes. It sounds so materialistic, but these shoes are super great and they last for years and years. And I'm all about like function and lasting mm-hmm. items because I don't like change <laughs> Yeah, they're not like and stilettos, not, like, right? They're yes. like functional shoes you can wear with all manner of outfit yes. and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it, it definitely struck me by surprise in some ways. Not that I was like formulating how I could get the shoes. It was very much, I was okay not getting them and I was glad to just try them on. Mm-hmm. And you just blessed me in that way. And it just it made my heart just so warm and fuzzy inside. And it well, it was well, so, so great to... Because gifts is what, your number two love I think language? so, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, and the reason I say that is not to say, oh, good job, Ryan, but really just to say, like, I feel like familiarity is kind of fighting familiarity in a positive way means that I'm not going to just do what is like the automatic thing I'm going to do. I'm going to intentionally go after you mm-hmm. in these ways where I'm going to lavish you with gifts. Cause I know that that matters to you. Mm-hmm. 
I want to spend quality time with you. Mm-hmm. I want to serve you by taking the kiddos to school because mm-hmm. you, you couldn't and That's not so, make it a big hassle. Right. And I appreciate all of that because it, all of the things you're saying, serving, knowing, pursuing, giving, all of these are, are words, mm. are biblical war- yes. definitions of love. Like that is... Love is patient. It's kind of, I mean, it doesn't say love gives you gifts, but, um, in knowing each other and mm-hmm. knowing and then responding out of that love yeah, is, is key. And so, you th- want- so we're getting into this. How do we actually combat harmful familiarity? And, right. I mean, and you're saying by loving intentionally mm-hmm. in biblical Christ centered ways, Yes, being, being patient toward each other mm-hmm. where I could be critical. Uh, love is patient. Love is kind. Being kind to you when I could just be indifferent toward right. you. And um, the whole selfless. Yes. When we, being selfish is so much easier and always battling us. Okay. So that's so true. Let's, let's dive into Psalm 37, four. I just want to root ourselves in scripture as always. And the reason we want to go here is because we're talking about harmful behaviors that stem from familiarity, right? I think we think we've established that familiarity is good. It should be part of marriage. Mm-hmm. But it's the harmful behaviors that come from that knowing each other so well. And so we have to kind of get to the underlying cause of those behaviors. And mm-hmm. I think we can't do that unless we talk about desire. Mm. And Psalm 37, four talks about that. It's the familiar verse, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So it's giving us a kingdom priority. Delight yourself in the Lord. We, we know in Matthew six thirty three, seek first the kingdom of God. Mm. He, the, he is to be our first delight. And then what? He will give you the desires. When I was a kid, we used to read it. We used to read into <laughs> yes. that and say, good. If I just go, if I just, if I'm a Christian, I can get everything I want. <laughs> right? <laughs> as long as I delight myself in God. <laughs> but the thing, the most peculiar thing happens when you delight yourself in God is that your desires. Conform ch- to his change. desires. Yeah. Yes. And so we have to look at the underlying desire and how if I'm if I'm not delighting in the Lord, if I'm not getting my security from him, if I'm not waking up in the morning and communing with the God of the universe mm-hmm. and realigning my heart with the gospel mm-hmm. and the, the truth that I've been saved by grace and I live my life in light of that, it will change my entire day if I if I'm not doing that. Right. Versus when I do do that, if I if my desires are aligned with him, then my desires for that day are totally different. I'm not just striving to d- get what I want out of the day. I'm striving to love you well, right? There's some great research on mm-hmm. the psychology of behavior and changing behavior. Mm-hmm. And basically it boils down to this. There have to be three things present for for a new action to happen, for a new behavior, right? You've got to have motivation to do that thing. You've got to have the ability to do it. I mean, if I have motivation to buy you something that I can't afford, I don't have the ability to do it. Or I, if I'm emotionally unable to do something because mm-hmm. of, for whatever reason. Um, and then I also have to have the reminder to do it. Right. And that's, I'm using my own terms there. There's, mm-hmm. I think more sophisticated, <laughs> effective terms, but basically the motivation to do it, the ability to do it. And then the reminder or the prompting mm-hmm. to do that thing. So when we talk about harmful behavior in light of familiarity, I think it's super important to understand I think motivation is the biggest piece mm-hmm. of that. So I'll just use a, a real world example. I know that you, you need me to serve you. Like that's how you feel loved is when I do acts of service for you mm-hmm. and I can show you love the most, but in familiarity, I could easily just put my dirty dishes just in the sink or on the countertop without thinking twice about it. Mm-hmm. I could just kick my pants off in the bedroom <laughs> and just leave them on the floor, which is most often, <clears throat> That's all familiarity. And I know I should probably pick my pants up. I should probably put them. Wait. Like, oh, yes. This is being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably put those in the closet. Mm. I should probably, you know, <clears throat> help like take this huge pile of dirty clothes and take it into the laundry room. And your desire, I think, is what helps fuel that, right? So if you desire to really love me well and serve God mm-hmm. well, you, you're aware of those and you're acting on those. You're motivated to do that those three things mm-hmm. are in place. You have the ability to do that. Well, <laughs> so the, on that note, <laughs> let's just keep going. No, I'm kidding. I actually can't pick up laundry. It's really weird. It's just, I can't do it. It's a fear thing. So, <laughs> so, but there's times when I'm like in a rush or whatever, and I don't have the ability to do it. And I think that's pretty obvious and yeah. we can talk through that. Yeah. Um, 
but more often than not, I just don't have the motivation to do it. But mm-hmm. if I look at the situation for what it is, mm-hmm. this is a way that I, I can be lovingly familiar mm-hmm. to my wife. I know that she likes this. I know mm-hmm. this helps her and I know that she'll feel loved. Therefore, where's my motivation? If I'm trying to love Jesus and love him well and rest in his grace and I, and I'm delighting in the Lord, mm-hmm. my desires start to shift. I no longer just want to just get on with it mm-hmm. and get out. You yeah. know, go to bed or do whatever. I want to serve my wife. So right. anyway, hope that and illustrates well, a and bit. and in serving me or in serving each other, we're there's got there's going to be some death that's happening there, right? We're going to die to those selfish desires hmm. and embracing the desires from God. That's good. We can't have both <laughs> until He aligns our desires. He gives us right. our desires, right? Like He puts the desires in our hearts. Yes, and our desires and become His means. desires exactly. And that he, we actually will, our desires will be shifted and, and changed as we're renewed in our minds. Absolutely. I just wanted to highlight the mm. the dying part because I think that sometimes we don't, it's, we'd rather not die to ourselves, right? We would rather, mm, and yes. just that sinful nature. And whenever we are dying to ourselves, we are saying no to ourselves, but yes to God. And that yes is the transformative love that mm. keeps coming back at us. That is... Uh, how sanctification happens to us is continually yeah. through us saying yes to, to mm. Jesus and no to ourselves. So fighting. So I want to, I, I want to kind of wrap our arms around, the, around this a little bit to mm-hmm. give, give folks some tangible things to think about. So we're talking about how to combat harmful familiarity. And overall, I think the answer is intentionality. And I think intentionality takes form in three different ways. And the first way we battle familiarity is by change, having our desires changed. Mm-hmm. Right, so changing our desire. And I think we we do have the Holy Spirit does His work, but I do think as Christians who are regenerate, right, who are have the Holy Spirit in us, mm-hmm. it can just take some intentionality in mm-hmm. that I'm just going to intentionally center my thinking, my desire on the Lord first. Mm-hmm. And oh wow, it's amazing how just saying that changes how I want to mm-hmm. serve my wife. Mm-hmm. It also on this point, the words that I say, I think mm-hmm. one of the ways that couples can get familiar is the words and tones they use in communicating with each other. I know mm-hmm. for us, like I can talk to you in ways that I would never want to be recorded because mm-hmm. we're so used to it mm-hmm. and like i just find if i think about it from an outside perspective like we're ta- i'm talking to my wife this way mm-hmm. this is not i don't use words i don't call you names mm-hmm. i don't like i don't there's some big things that we've just, just agreed like, to not do but there's always the lazy communication and right. or it can be condescending yes. or like or like making you feel small mm-hmm. and that's one of the things as early on in our marriage i hated that about myself because i would just argue in a way that made, you're a good made you feel small. Good and that is the most unloving way to talk to you. Mm-hmm. So thankful for the Holy Spirit who mm-hmm. has made me aware of those times and I can not just... Anyway, that we can go down the whole rabbit hole of Ryan's <laughs> conviction in that area because, man, I wish I could take some things back. But um, just not being lazy and letting the desire, of, like not just to be heard, but to communicate and hear my, hear her, my wife first, yeah. to hear yeah. you first. Okay, the second one is pursuing each other. Mm-hmm. We we have a whole book on it, two books. So fighting familiarity <laughs> through pursuing each other. Yep. And that's the active, like we talked about, going after you. Yes. Right. Intentional what, pursuit. Uh, we have those books, the 31 Day Pursuit Challenge. Um, and it all stems from 1 John 4.19. We love because he first loved mm. us. He, for, he pursued us. Like while we were still sinners, Christ died. Mm. His death is, uh, is the obvious message of pursuit here. Mm. And... So good. <laughs> we can only, I think, pursue each other because of Christ and in and through Christ. You know, we, again, dying to ourselves and grabbing hold of his desires and his desires to pursue, to love intentionally. Um, you know, again, understanding how that, how he transforms us, um, that will instruct us again on how to love each other mm. and pursue each other well. Yeah. So how do we pursue tangibly? We, we make time for intentional date nights mm-hmm. for a long time. I had a standing appointment on my calendar. It was the 24th, mm-hmm. which was the day of July. We started dating mm-hmm. officially the DTR. Talk. And so I would just try to be mindful of that. And I think it was probably many years ago, but I'd buy you small gifts mm-hmm. around our anniversary. I think it was our 10th anniversary. Remember I, mm-hmm. well, that's, that's a little different. That's not day to day, but that, um, <laughs> I gave you 10 different things, yeah, yeah, right? that was awesome. For 10 days. Yes, you're very thoughtful. Um, and you've done the and same for me. very intentional. Where if I go out of town or something, you'll leave me notes and yeah. things in my bag. And mm-hmm. um, But pursuing each other is also very mundane in that 
I'm just going to finish laundry before you get home so that you don't have to think about it, mm-hmm. worry about it the next day. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to clear out the kitchen. There's all these opportunities around us to mm-hmm. serve each other, to love each other, to combat that familiarity. Um, we just have to embrace those opportunities and mm-hmm. allow the Lord to lead us to see those opportunities mm-hmm. and to give us... Be, we, I think we need to be more reminded of, of how Christ lived and died for us and gave himself up for us so that we are what sorry I just am i getting like no two? no you were on point i got totally yeah. distracted and went off in my head i'm thinking right. about a top something i want to talk about and i'll tell you why i was laughing okay i'm done i forgot well, i was gonna say that's so i'm sorry <laughs> I, I was thinking about can we just talk about the the 800 pound gorilla in the room her name's carol <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> that was from the office right so, yes um but there's this the familiar, familiarity in marriage, mm-hmm. especially as we age, is we can tend to let ourselves go. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in every way, mm. emotionally, not okay. So spiritually, I think namely we get we get uh, lukewarm, we get complacent. We can, I think it's we a, can. It's tendency, yeah. And physically, mm-hmm. like we can let ourselves go. Not that like having this, you know. I'm not advocating, hey, you just need to strive, strive, strive to be, have this perfect, whatever. The world's image of body is, is t- totally distorted, but there's being healthy for each other, mm-hmm. knowing that we're going to, if we want to live together, like I'd like to have a long life with you. So I'm going to maybe do some cardio once in a while and not just <laughs> eat bacon every morning. <laughs> so, uh, there's that aspect of it. Like we want to, we want to not be familiar in that way, mm-hmm. or we want to be familiar, but we want to, I guess... Again, I think it's God bringing right desires behind yes. that motivation and yes. behind, behind those actions. Because I think for um, a while, you know, I wanted to be thinner and I wanted to just be all these things, not necessarily for you, but for myself. Um, and that has changed. I mean, I do, we do talk about going to the gym and that's kind of a part of our rhythm in our lives uh, in the small little world over here. But it has changed in the fact that it's, I want to steward my body well, um, because God's given me so much in my life. He's given me you, he's given me the girls, he's given us fierce marriage. And I mm. want to be on top of my game as much as I can, you know, yeah, and just to be and, healthy. Yeah. And knowing Not, that yeah. God is still in control and he still is sovereign and loves me, but the desires and motivation behind that has changed from, my identity is rooted in Christ and not my insecurities. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. We could probably pick that apart yep. over and over again. Well, we've kind of, I feel like we've kind of avoided the whole physical topic because you have to tread carefully again with the motivations and desires. Mm, yeah. So anyways. So the third one. So we talked about, okay, so these are ways to combat, combat harmful familiarity. The mm-hmm. first one is um, be transformed. Let your desires be conformed. Mm to gods. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one is pursue each other intentionally based mm-hmm. on one John four nineteen. We love because he first loved us. Remember who you are in Christ mm-hmm. and how that influences how you can love each other. Right. And the last one is really connecting your hands uh, with your hearts or knowing when dying to self, um, how you can, how you can die to self. Right. So sometimes it's just a matter of just doing it. Right. <laughs> I think <laughs> don't feel to like say. it. Let's just do it. Yeah. So some our hands aren't always connected to our hearts. That's absolutely. what you have in the notes in yeah. that sometimes we just need to, need to just act not feeling it. Like I just yeah. need to serve you. Yeah. And that's that's okay and that's just that's how we can be. Definitely okay. <laughs> I just need to to love you in these ways. Absolutely. Regardless of of how I feel knowing that my heart will come around and it's amazing right. how that happens. Right. Yeah, cuz like, you know, like you said you would love if I would run up and give you a hug randomly and every once in a while and I feel like the more you start doing that the story, the more you start embracing that desire to love your spouse mm. well, the more that becomes a good familiarity and something you desire to do because it's something that's been rooted in 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 Christ and in God and mm. in loving each other well. That's good. That's good. Okay, so hopefully that was helpful. And you guys, we've been really honestly like wrestling with this ourselves we've been looking at writing on this at at length mm-hmm. and the idea of familiarity because what happens with a married couple is usually you have your rocky start it's like taking off in an airplane right <laughs> yeah. it's the most dangerous part of the trip is like the landing <laughs> <laughs> or the i'm sorry the, the Take takeoff off. and you know once you kind of get up you're climbing it's exciting mm-hmm. you know you can feel you the, can see the earth below and yeah. the views are great and yeah and then at some point you get up to cruising altitude yes 
and then what do you nothing do? Nothing but clouds below, and it's pretty <laughs> mundane, and you're just kind of in this thing together. Yeah. And so you can get familiar and you can get lazy. Mm -hmm. And and so we're talking through that. Like, what does that, how do we have an abundant life within our marriage? Mm -hmm. Not one that's just looking to arrive at the next stop or survive something. It's, it's really, Mm. how can we have that abundant life and And embrace that, that Christ has already given us. Mm -hmm. And as you can probably tell, we're wrestling through a lot of these Mm -hmm. topics personally, and we're not before we like really preach on them or or, or <laughs> write on them. Yeah, we don't mean to. I think I just yeah. get excited about the truth that God continues yeah. to reveal to my heart, and I want to share it enthusiastically. But it can't come across preachy sometimes. I believe. Yeah. Well, I'm not trying to argue that. I just think that's that's why podcasts are great because you can hear the the, the tone. Yes. Right? It's not just a written. Yes, tweet. I agree. I agree. So hopefully this discussion has been somewhat illuminating for you. Um, And I think a challenge that we would have for you is to go and have a talk, a score me talk. That's the temporary name, filler name for it. Um, Go ask your spouse, how have I been doing uh, as your spouse this week? Have I been loving and serving you well? And hopefully they will answer uh, nicely and clearly and honestly, Mm. but lovingly. Um, And maybe they'll ask you that as well. (laughs) Hopefully. I'm sure they will. It's a pretty leading question. Yeah, try not to go to the conversation with like weapons in tow. Like, oh, fight naked he, people. Fight if naked. he asks me that, oh, I'm gonna hit him hard. I've got something in mind. Okay, so let's take some time to answer one question. Uh, this one came from Instagram. So if you're not oh. following us on Instagram, we would love to have your followership. We'd love to earn that. Uh, we share probably two, three times a week uh, yep. an image with at the captions. Fierce like, marriage. Everything, every yeah. handle is at fierce marriage. Yeah, I it's like a devotion. Yeah. So the Instagram contents, we treat it more like a like a mini devotional mm-hmm. every day that we do it. Um, here's a question we got How should two strong willed and stubborn personalities handle arguing correctly? So uh, this is, mm, this is apro- appropriate. Yeah. I think <laughs> <laughs> this is a very good question. Uh, scenario for harmful familiarity to set in Mm -hmm. um in how we communicate with each other and wait like i said fighting naked is one of the best ways to argue and Mm. fight and we don't mean that i mean you can you know literally but figuratively speaking going into it's hard to not go into a fight guns Mm. blazing right at least that's my my bent um, but if we can go in really seeking reconciliation, asking God to get our hearts to the reconciliation point, um, I think we have a better chance of seeking a compromise, figuring out that each of us could compromise and give a little in the name of loving each other mm. well, right? Yeah. So you that's keep mentioning. Answer. That's good. <laughs> Strong-willed, stubborn personalities. Here's the thing. All right. It depends. I, we don't know your situations. It's really hard to know where this couple is coming from. Right. There's nuances. But when you got married, it was no longer like if you wanted to be single and do single person things and have single like person desires, <laughs> if you, and if, if you wanted that, you should have stayed single. And yeah. that's the thing. Like marriage, it's no longer about me. It's about us. Everything is about us. And so when you come together and you have these conflicts, I don't know what they're about, but if they're about, you know, maybe a financial decision or a big life decision, it's mm-hmm. very important that you find agreement on mm-hmm. that. And so the thing is, when you come to these, if you're both stubborn and you have strong wills, you're going to come into a conversation, <laughs> you're going to have your battle plan already thought out, and mm-hmm. you're not going to want to deviate from it. So here's my secret weapon. And I Hold the phone. So for the husband in this relationship, I think this is one of the most loving ways you can lead your family is by giving in every way you can give. Right. So if it's something that's not moral, if it's something that is not against God's word, it's not against uh, holiness and righteousness, then I'd say give, like give up whatever it is you're fighting for. Mm. Just give. And you'd be so amazed at how that disarms the situation. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, what's the word that diffuses mm-hmm. like the tension? Yeah. So uh, that's one really tangible thing. Selena said fighting naked. I want to... <laughs> You didn't articulate what that what we mean by that. I did. Did you? No yeah, weapons, said, no armor. Yeah, I said it's easy to come in with guns blazing, but you don't you want to seek reconciliation. Yeah. So maybe I wasn't super clear. No, so what I'm we clear mean, in my head, people. Can't anybody read fight, my mind? What we mean by fighting naked <laughs> is that you come to the battle, you're you know you're gonna fight. Yes. But like 
get rid of your armor, get rid of your weapons. Yes. Don't throw things in each other's face. Don't throw past hurts at each other. Mm-hmm. Don't use names. Don't use the word divorce. Don't say you're always like your mother. Don't say you always do you're this. Not you always do that. Yeah. Leave all those weapons behind and mm-hmm. also leave your armor behind because mm-hmm. you need to have a soft heart toward what your spouse is saying. Mm-hmm. And so if you're both like weapons are offensive, armor is defensive. Mm-hmm. And so if you're naked, you have neither of those things and right. you just have each other and you can be transparent and be known mm-hmm. um, for, for who you really are. Now, on, a, on another note, actually, literally fighting naked is hilarious and it, it diffuses the situation very fast. So just start derobing in your next fight and we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I think that's more advantageous for women. I'm just going to put that out there. Leave I'm that. so, uh, okay. <laughs> the number, if you have any questions, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but really, truly, if you do have any questions, uh, we love to read them. We are going to do a Q and a coming up in a little while, um, where we just sit and answer questions. We need to do a live one soon. Uh, Probably nine... this week. We'll see. <laughs> nine... Stay tuned. <laughs> Go ahead. Listen for that to come out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you have any questions, call this number or text 971-333-1120. And as a reminder, um, thank you for those who have rated and reviewed and mm-hmm. subscribed. If you have not, please do so. Um, that means a lot to us. You can subscribe, rate, review, and share on iTunes or your podcasting app of choice. That means a ton. Um And finally, thank you to our Patreon supporters who make this possible. Um, You have joined arms with us in this Mm -hmm. mission and it is life giving to us. And we hope that we hope to see this mission continued. And that's this to point couples to Christ and commission marriages for the gospel. That is the mission of fierce marriage. If you want to become a partner, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash fierce marriage. Okay. Do you want to pray? I'd love to pray. Okay. Lord, thank you for this time. And we get to spend together with uh, each other mm-hmm. and we get to uh, speak um, to the listeners here. Thank you for the listener, the, the husband who's listening or the wife who is listening to this. I pray that you would um, bring life into their marriage in brand new ways. I pray that you would make them aware of ways perhaps that they're familiar with each other that could that is harmful to their intimacy and to their closeness as a couple. And I pray that, Holy Spirit, you would um, convict us in the sweetest ways and how we can grow in, um, in loving each other through harmful familiarity and get to the other side of familiarity where we, we just can love each other even more perfectly. Jesus, thank you for your grace um, every day. Without it, we would be lost. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for calling us by name. And thank you for filling us with your Holy Spirit and everything, um, everything that comes along with him. The love, joy, peace, patience, um, all these amazing fruits that you've given us. So bless the marriages listening to this. And uh, thank you for this time together, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, lover. This episode is? In the game. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, friends. Thanks for listening. If you're still here, thank you. Stay fierce. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Fierce Marriage Podcast. For more resources for your marriage, please visit FierceMarriage.com or you can find us with our handle at Fierce Marriage on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. We hope it's blessed you. Take care.